Welcome to Marriage Conversations. We're Mason and Chelsea Linskog, and we believe your marriage was designed to be successful, and we have a passion to tell you how. We believe in simple tools that yield amazing results, and we believe that your dreams for your marriage aren't as far off as you think. So join us as we dive into today's conversation. Welcome everyone. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of shared activities. This is one that is so fun for us and we hope that after today, uh, after just listening to our, this conversation, we hope that this adds value to you, gives you some some ideas uh, that you can do with your spouse, um, and then we just hope that it gives you some hope uh, that you know this is a building block that you can incorporate um, to really lay a good solid foundation for your relationship. Uh, something that will ultimately facilitate really meaningful conversations and really just give you an overall sense of togetherness. So I don't know how many of you ladies have found yourself in this situation, but as ladies, we can all go to a coffee shop or go shopping or just sit. And talking is the activity. Right? So we just like just we go and go and go and go. And that's our activity. But we find ourselves sitting with our spouse or our significant other or somebody uh, that's a guy. And you'll be sitting across the table drinking coffee. And it's wonderful. And it's a beautiful day outside. And you're talking about your feelings and all these things that are going on in your life. And that lady that is in the office that's driving you nuts. And his eyes are glazed over. And you just keep hearing this same phrase, the, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> and, and you're just not getting that feedback. Yeah, it kind of turns into a snooze fest, doesn't it? Well, yeah, and I think there's this time where guys just go on this autopilot mode because for them, talking is not the activity. The activity is the activity. And you're just sitting at a table looking in each other's eyes. And maybe when you were dating that that fluke, because like you were the activity, you were awesome. And not that you're not awesome once you're married, but you know, you have a lot more time to talk and a lot more time to be together. And shared activity is one of these things where you want to turn your husband into a chatty Kathy. Get him doing an activity and do it with him. You will be amazed. When Mason and I started doing this, um, we had actually heard about it from Les and Leslie Parrott. Um, absolutely wonderful, wonderful resource. Um, they do the Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts curriculum and all kinds of great marriage resources. But we just started even walking together, going for a walk in our neighborhood I mean, Mason's very, I used to tell people, and I still do, um, while Mason doesn't say a lot, when he does speak, it's very profound. But I found when we started doing these activities, hun, you just started talking. And it was the first time where I got to close my mouth and listen. And I love it. And I, I do too, you know, and it, it's something that I guess that's just the way that we as men are, are wired. But I know for, for me personally, and I'm not trying to speak for everyone here, but I would say that the vast majority of guys uh, really do feel closer to their wives when they are, you know, doing something with them that 
is important to them. It could be a, a sport activity. It could be um, going going somewhere, maybe on a trip. It could be walking, like what we like to do. Um, uh, we also do uh, hiking, which is very meaningful, um, especially for me. I think a lot of us like to get out into nature. Um, and so when it's just you and me um, going on a trail or something like that, no phones, uh, you know, it's just us. It's quiet. It's peaceful. Um, and I'm doing something. I'm not just sitting at a table with you. And, and I, I do love that. And, and by the way, um, this is not an excuse to just sit there and be a vegetable um, at the dinner table or or anything like that, guys, um, you do need to, you, you need to, you do need to cough it up eventually. And you do need to, you do need to have a conversation and be able to, to do that. Uh, when you're sitting down. Both, right? but, but, you know, at the same time, it's, you know, if you're just sitting there and talking, it's really easy to get worn out. Um, you know, even after short periods of time, even for me, um, you know, you said something about eyes glossed over. That was definitely what you see. Um, across the table when you look at me after you've been talking for even I can go probably you guys. it's like minutes. talking for me is like a marathon y'all I'm in it for the long haul <laughs> poor poor Mason well and the thing is and I, I think for most people for most most of us guys deep down we genuinely want to have incredibly meaningful conversations with you I mean, I think that we all desire to be known, right? Um, and, and, you know, firstly, what's most important, you know, in order to fill that is obviously uh, your relationship with God. To be known and to be loved by God is the ultimate, um, you know, fulfillment, really. Um, and we all have that desire, but the next best thing is to have someone like your spouse who is going to know you, you know, differently than anyone else on this planet. They're in a very unique position. Um, and other people don't need to know all, all your stuff, but your spouse does. Um, and it's important. And the reason I'm talking about this is because it's important to know that most people truly do desire to be known. I believe that it was wired into us in the way that God created us and shared activities is one way that you can really meet that, that you can really meet that desire for, for both people in a marriage to be known. Um, it allows you to express yourself in ways that you wouldn't ordinarily express yourself. Um, it gives you, um, an opportunity to think differently, to get outside of the normal space. Um, could be your house, could be, you know, wherever is a place that you, both of you are typically at, get out of that spot. Um, it allows you to have different ideas, to think better, to be clear in thought. Because for me, if I'm sitting down and, and I truly do want to listen to you and I truly do want to contribute to a conversation, but if I'm sitting down and listening and you've been talking for 15 minutes and I do love to, to listen to you, but I'm going to be lost about that point in time. And I'm just, I'm at that point, I'm just trying to keep up with you and trying to, trying to understand what's going on and trying to under, trying to remember all the people that you're mentioning and the places and <laughs> the emotions. And I, I'm, I can only do one thing. I think a lot of guys are that way. 
we can only do one thing. And so if we're just trying to listen to you, I, I can't even really honestly think about, you know, a new conversation that I could really contribute with. I think that's part of it. But something about shared activities really helps. Um, and it, and it, and sometimes it takes some time. I know for me personally, it do, it did take some time. Like you mentioned walks earlier, but you know, we go on long walks and that's what really helps. You know, we might go for an hour long walk on a Saturday morning or something like that. And you know, it might take me 10, 15, 20 minutes, um, of walking to really, really open up sometimes. Uh, I'm better at it now, but initially it definitely took some time. So be encouraged by that. Um, for those of you listening that are, are new to this, or maybe you're, you've, you've done this in the past and you're revisiting this, be patient with one another. Um, and yeah. And, and I love that you, you shared that. Thank you for being so vulnerable with, with sharing how that is for you. And I do feel like it's kind of how men are wired that it's, there's almost this kind of wall that you guys have when it comes to expressing either emotion or exactly what you're thinking. Cause your, your thought process is so deep. And I feel like when you were in your natural element, which is to be doing some sort of activity or doing something, it almost makes you forget about that wall and that wall kind of fades. And then while you're doing this activity, you become a, a, a version of yourself that's very open. You're very used to that environment. You're very comfortable in that environment. And I think women, we don't have that same hurdle. We, we're just constantly open and talking and and I, and I think that the shared activity really does help um, most men um, from what we've seen in some studies that most men are, are this way. While women don't need it, women, you do need to realize that this is something men need. And I think a lot of us just think, well, we're just going to do what we're used to doing with other ladies. And the fact that my husband can't keep up with the conversation, something must be wrong with him. Well, no, he's just different. Men and women are very, very different. So giving him a space to air what he has going on inside of him is, is pivotal. And these shared activities can be anything that you decide on together. So for example, I think we've tried a few different things. Now, I might have mentioned this before. I'm not crazy athletic. Mason is. So when we at first tried to pick out some things, like at one time we played basketball, but Mason's really good at basketball and I'm not. So I really wasn't enjoying it and we couldn't enjoy it together. And then we played racquetball together for a while and we had a whole lot of fun doing that. But then because I'm not super athletic and because Mason is, he picked up on it and got so good so fast. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly keep up and for him to play at my level, it just wasn't enjoyable for him at that point. But then we would find these things that we could do either at the same time. So for example, we've talked about that we run before. And for us, we can't always run together because obviously Mason's almost a foot taller than me. So he's going to be a lot faster. But the fact that we're out there together and we can meet up when we're done and walk back home together, or when we get back home, we're in the same state and we're both tired and we need to stretch. So then we talk while we're stretching it allows us to meet at the same place and at the same level. Um, and so finding the activity where 
you both mesh, where you're both able to do this. Maybe it's a game night. We love playing Monopoly together. Um, or there's a game called Sequence that we love playing together. And these games are games where we can literally talk, but maybe for you and your spouse, playing Monopoly makes one of you want to flip the board and stop playing altogether. And that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking for a competitive environment, but for an environment where it's almost as if before you were both in two separate canoes and you both ended up going down two separate pathways. But with the shared activity, the idea is one of you forgoes your canoe to get in the other ones and you paddle together. And I, now I'm not saying you have to go canoeing, but I'm just saying it's similar to that where you forgo your canoe. So maybe playing Frisbee is not your favorite thing in the world, but you're good enough at it to where you guys can throw it together and talk together. So you forgo your activity of wanting to sit and drink your coffee to get in his canoe and to say, hey, I want to do this with you. I want to paddle with you. I want to go in the same direction as you so that we can connect so that you can be heard over the sound of the rapids that are around us. Yeah, that's 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 really good. And, you know, this really, it really allows both people to really get what they need. Um, for us guys, we want our wives to be our best friend. And what do best friends do? They do shared activities. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for, for guys, we don't sit around and just talk to one another for extended periods of time and that's it you know we, mm -hmm. we might we might do that once in a while but by and large we're hanging out doing something yeah we're going somewhere we might play games together we're doing something conversation is just a part of it but it's not ever just a conversation um you know and 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 for you ladies out there i know that you desperately want to have meaningful conversations with your husband and this could be, you know, one of the best ways to do that, um, to be able to have that, what, what you're really desiring. You know, he really wants you to hang out and be his best friend, and you really want to have a great conversation with him, and this is a way to do both at the same time. One of the best starting places uh, that I like to encourage people to do is, is really just go for a walk. Mm -hmm. It could just be, hey, why don't we just go for a 20, 30-minute walk after dinner in the neighborhood every day? You know, um, it could just be as simple as that. Start with that. Think of ideas that, you know, some other activities that you could do. Plan a road trip. Um, maybe you like hiking. Um, maybe there's a certain sporting event that you want to go, go to together. Mm -hmm. um, do something different that you wouldn't ordinarily do. It's an adventure. That's what us, that, and, and, and for, for us guys, we love adventure. You know, um, I just like going somewhere new with you. You know, I, I love that so much. Something new, something different, a uh, change of scenery, different activity. That's fun for me. And I find that it's fun for me too. I don't, I don't have to just sit still. I actually, I really enjoy doing these things. And some women are going to be better at the physical activity than the other. And, and maybe, maybe you just, Find a list, Google a list of like shared activities or come up with some on your own and make some columns next to them like, hey, Chelsea likes this, Mason doesn't. Mason likes this, and Chelsea doesn't. Mason and Chelsea both like this activity, so let's go try this one. Um, there's a lot of different things that 
you know, we both like, but there's a lot of things where I'm like, no way you're getting me to do that. And some things I'm for, I'm, I can be crazy adventurous. And so I would do something like jumping out of an airplane, but that's not fun for Mason. So we have to find these, these things that you like to do together. And I do want to encourage you because I feel like a lot of people out there, they count their shared activity as watching television. And we have to be so careful with that because having a shared activity that is watching the television or having scroll time on your phone at the same time while you're doing it together, it is separating you because you're not talking, you're not interacting. Now, when I think watching a show together can be a shared activity is if it is a show that you're going to pause it and you're going to be like, okay, well, what do you think about what just happened? Well, what do you think? And oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, let's do this together. You know, one that spurs conversation. But when you find that you're getting so sucked into it that you forget that your spouse is next to you, that's not a shared activity anymore. It is a, you're sucked into the TV and so are they. And it's not something that's connecting you. Now, um, before we were doing this, Mason was actually talking about, um, about how shows, these reality shows, and we don't really watch reality shows, but we're aware of them, but a lot of them have kind of figured out what God has placed in us and they wouldn't say this, but they figured out how God has created us and they've looped it into their show. I'd love it, hun, if you would kind of share with them what you were telling me, cause I think it's really interesting. Yeah, sure. We won't name any names and, um, the majority of reality TV out there is, um, I would consider it as distasteful. Um, and so we just want to be clear up front that we don't, we don't necessarily, we don't really support or condone it, but we're using this as an example for something, something that you can think about. Um, and, and this completely relates to shared activities, but a lot of these shows that you see on TV, what they have figured out and, and their whole goal is, is, is to facilitate a way to basically develop a, a deeper connection with another human being, right? That's the whole point. Uh, you even have some shows that, you know, their, their goal is to get, get somebody married in a certain period of time or at least, you know, strongly commit to someone in a, in a short period of time. And it does work sometimes, which is interesting. But what they have figured out is that by going on experiences, adventures, and, and basically just having a laundry list of activities that it allows them to facilitate these meaningful conversations, these interactions, this connection in a very short period of time. And, um, you know, it really, it really is interesting to see. Um, and so again, while we don't support a lot of these shows that are out there, the point here is this is something that you can do with your spouse. We're not saying you need to go um, on an expensive vacation or some crazy or on a helicopter or ride a, in Bali. Yeah, like a helicopter <laughs> ride. Um, although I've heard Bali is fairly affordable, it might not be as much. <laughs> Maybe we should go. Um, I, I, I've seen photos; it looks beautiful. I well, love it. But um, yeah, so it really just gives you an idea of how important it is. And mm. so you see people go on these shows, right? And they've had this wonderful experience. They've had all this wonderful stuff set up for them, the places they visit, the things that they get to do, the people they meet. 
and that's great. But then what happens when they get off the show? No longer do they have these, you know, crazy experiences Mm -hmm. and things like that. It goes back to normal life. And, you know, most of the time the connection's going to dissipate, if you will. Um, Because if you don't keep things up, things typically fade. Um, And if you're not, and (laughs) again, you don't have to continue to go on all these vacations and do do all the same things. But what, what we're saying is, is, these are things that you need to be intentional about. These need to be consistent. Um, things that, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing on a weekly basis. You know, it could be, um, you know, hey, why don't we read uh, a book that's going to help us to be better 15 minutes a night? You know, hey, you read a page, I read a page. And honestly, that's something that we've done that's been some of the most meaningful to us is, you know, we might get a few pages into a chapter of a book um, that we're reading. And then mm-hmm. what it ends up doing is, is we pause, we put the book down. And it really facilitates a wonderful conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I think this would be amazing. Like, everyone should do this, you know, or just something like that. Or, or hey, maybe it's, you know what, every Saturday, I want to take you out for a special breakfast and coffee um, and then go for a walk after that. Or um, whatever it is, do something that you can keep consistent, something that you can, you know, something that you can maintain. And it's extremely important when you have kids because you're going and doing a lot for and with the kids, but being very intentional with your marriage and with your spouse to continue to do shared activity with them. Um, that sometimes does not include the kids. Leave them with mom and dad, like your mom and dad, grandparents. Leave them with friends or, or wherever so that you can connect with your spouse. Do it before you've got kids. Make this a foundational part of your marriage where you are making time for one another to do something that you both love so that you can stay connected and be connected with one another and having this conversation. I think it it's it helps astronomically. It's one of the best tools that you can have in your belt. And, and don't let it get stale. Like, just... You know, if you're going to pop open that bag of chips, let's eat the chips. Like, let's not just leave it open and let it get stale. So, like, let's buy the snack pack chips and keep popping them open and eating the bag of chips, you know? <laughs> like, keep having those little shared activities. Spread them out. Don't let them, don't let them be too far apart. Do something every week to connect with your spouse. If you enjoyed today's conversation, let us know by leaving a rating. We would love to hear your feedback. And if you post a question there, we will do our best to answer it on a future episode. Remember, leaving a rating helps us to spread the news about having a great marriage through Christ to more people on this platform. We appreciate your time and can't wait to have more conversations with you.